my house growing up was just reduced fat everything and still is i still have to fight my parents about buying fat real free, peanut butter fat free fat free reduced we are fat. fat free are you doing a vocal warm-up too free don't use this as a vocal warm-up episode if you do it as a vocal warm-up i'll do it as a vocal warm-up fat oreos i want to buy some snack wells cookies and divide them kind of welcome to will and jake a fraser podcast Oh boy, oh boy. Woo. This is the halfway point of season three, Will. Is it actually? Can you believe that? I, well, We are really moving. We're cruising, man. Woo. Uh, come lie with me is the episode we're doing today on Will and Jace, a Frasier podcast. I'm Jace. I have seen Frasier a whole bunch of times. And I'm Will, and I'm just halfway through season three. Season three, episode 12. Last week, you took a guess as to what this would be about, and <laughs> I made sure to spell it out. It's not L-Y-E. Come lie you're with the me. worst Come hints. Your hints actively me. make me go farther me. away Spelled from where I was going here's every you, time. Here's what you had to say. So, someone needs to tell a lie. Daphne wants to break up with Joe, but she doesn't want to tell the truth. She wants to spare his feelings, and everyone has an opinion on it. Frazier says, like, lie. Martin says, tell the truth. Niles says, like, break up with him faster and love me. Eddie says, I rub my back on the carpet. And she breaks up with him in a wacky way. So you thought Joe would come back, and lo and behold... I'm taking it as a win. Joe's back! Joe's back! Hey, this is a long-term relationship. Yeah, it's an arc. We got arcs. We got arcs all over the place. It's like we're in ancient Rome. Huh? Because of the architecture! I hope you die alone. Am I right about... Is it Greece? Look at your little fingers. (laughs) I'm doing a finger dance because I I do that when I I, I mention uh, architecture. So Joe's back. So whatever. I'll take it as a win. Just occurred to me the finger dance doesn't play as well on the podcast. It just occurred to you. Is it? It's an audio. You're always telling me about how it's an audio medium. I never understood what that meant though. (laughs) People just yelled it to me when I worked in radio. My father told me that when I was young. I'm telling you now. Come on, sit down, Jace. Polishing a shotgun. Now. Radio is an audio medium. You've clearly met my father. Yeah, so I'm going to assume this is what I'm like. You ever shot a wild boar, Jason? So this episode, uh, it went a little something like this. Synops! (laughs) (laughs) Trying to keep it fresh. (laughs) Uh, The episode begins at the condo where Daphne is in bed in her room with Joe. Joe is back. Uh, They slept in by accident and Joe is running late. But Daphne doesn't want Frazier uh, or Martin, I guess, to find out that Joe spent the night at the condo. So they try to sneak Joe out. It doesn't really work. And Frazier is uncomfortable with the scenario that Joe is in the apartment having sex with Daphne. So he consults Roz about this, says that I'm uncomfortable. Roz says, what are you, crazy? And Frazier says, I'm Frazier. And he goes back and talks to Daphne and says, I'm really not comfortable with this. And Daphne says, oh, that's fine. I guess I'll move out. And Frazier is, what? Might have gone too far there. But he is sort of excited to get an office back. Daphne goes away with Joe for the weekend, and in the meantime, Frazier and Martin clash hardcore, uh, and we figure out that Daphne is more than just a physical therapist. I mean, we, we know that because we've been keeping track of all that she does, but Frazier finally discovers that Daphne is more than a physical therapist and sort of agrees that Joe can stay over uh, if there's a plausible deniability about sex, and that's the end of the episode. Yeah, I the only thing that saved this episode for me was that no one was on Fraser's side with this. 
Everyone was like, you're being an insane human being. Well, that, that answers my first question I was going to ask you. So do you think it's a big deal if someone's having sex in the house that you're like a roommate, I would uh, say? So I was thinking about this. Because I don't, I don't think you have an experience with employees living in your house. I was an employee living in a house. Oh. I was an au pair for a summer and I lived in a guest room. I never asked. I never brought anyone home. It felt weird to me, but I was also very young and I wasn't there for very long. Mm. But in da- also the rooms are all very adjacent. In Daphne's case, she's very much an adult woman. Did you say adjacent? I oh my god! Hey, that's my Bring word. Me along. How about it? Adjacent. So many words involving my. We're going name. on the hunt today, Jace. Go away, Dad. No. <laughs> so, but in this case, Daphne is very much living there permanently. Is completely an adult, and there is a lot of space between all the rooms. And Frazier has just no ground here. And Daphne lays it out. When he brings up to Roz, Roz says, What are you, Amish? Why are you being so weird about this? Thank you, Roz. This was already covered in the whole idea of going into Daphne's room. Like, it's her room. It's her space. She can do whatever she wants. <laughs> Frazier really struggles with uh, a woman, <laughs> it would seem. Yeah. Like, having, having someone that can have her own room. Well, if he had a male physical therapist who was uh-huh. bringing a woman home, do you think he would react differently? differently? I, I do. I think he would. I do. T- yeah. I think, right. Yeah. I think. And I don't he's know. A little exact- weird about it. I don't know exactly why. He still might not be thrilled about it. He wouldn't be thrilled. But I don't think he would be as controlling. No. Right about it. He probably. very much treats Daphne like his like teenage daughter in a lot of ways. Like mm-hmm. he has, he exerts this power he really doesn't have. And she calls him out on it, but it still sucks because immediately she's like, "So you want me to work here and live here, but not have a personal life?" Right. It's like that's she, what you're asking. It's like she's 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 not a part of the family. She's family. Adjacent? Twice in one episode! Put the knife into its throat, Jason. Put the knife. Get out of here, Dad. Finish it. I guess Martin's gaining weight. Uh, This is the second episode in a row because he was eating donuts. Yes. Remember, like, where'd those donuts come from? Well, they're still coming from somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. He's gotten all his his pastries. He's got, like, a chocolate bar and eclair or something. And they really... So Martin's whole thing in this episode, and I'm going to put this on the spreadsheet if you want. Because Martin says, just don't think about it. Just deny. Live in the reality that you want. And Frazier, like, confront things. I bet they're going to swap on that. Oh, interesting. Point. So your prediction is that eventually Frazier will be the one saying, don't meddle. Yeah. And, and Martin, Martin's like, I want to. I'm not going to let it go. Are you suggesting, and this is important for column J of the spreadsheet, are you suggesting deeper than J. that... Uh, that phrase, this is going to be a permanent switch, or is this like a one episode? I think thing? this is a. I think this is something where I don't know if it's permanent or not, but I guarantee there will be an episode where they swap on this particular point. Where okay. Frazier says like, "Let it go," and Martin's like, "No, it's ah, uh, I need to confront him. He's a bad traffic cop. I need to teach him, your mentor Ma- him." Your Martin impression always devolves into just the sound. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to growl, according to Damn you. Damn dryers, shrinking my pants. They've gone through two episodes of, like, Martin's gaining weight. It also put him in a wife beater to show that he's has, like, the smallest paunch. Yeah, he's, like, he's really, he's, he's in very good shape, The most frankly. liberal definition of overweight you could ever have of, like, well, I guess he's not, like, thin, but mm-hmm. he's not a fat man. Like, Frazier yeah. has a lot more weight than Martin. Yeah, Frazier weighs, I mean, and, and Frazier's not necessarily fat either, but he's well, he's bigger. He's bigger. For and sure. Frazier's the one always eating granola and being like, ooh, but don't dad. Wor- don't worry, he works out. He plays squash. He plays squash. 
So that answers, does Frasier exercise? There you go. So this, I believe. That was something I wondered. This is the first episode of Squash, right? Yes. Okay, this is, I'm just going to spoil it for you. He plays Squash. He plays Squash. And I think the reason they bring it back so much is because they love him in those shorts. Those, mm, yeah. <laughs> those are some Riding short Squash up. shorts. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's just a, an ongoing sight gag. Like, if they're ever, like, we need to punch up this episode a bit. Oh, how about Frazier's on the way to a squash game? They just throw him in those shorts, like, because it's always money. It's My good- anaconda don't want none. <laughs> And Miles like, is like, wearing long pants. They make it clear. Right. You it, don't have to wear This these is unnecessary. <laughs> Frazier just, like, insists insists on wearing these shorts and i i like that sort of as uh an addendum like fraser gets very upset at martin for being in his like boxers yes fraser your shorts are are boxers if not more revealing just as revealing now that there's no woman i'm not gonna wear pants (laughs) well i mean i understand that sentiment that's reasonable (laughs) we don't wear pants in my house (laughs) uh eddie gets joe's underwear yeah at the beginning of the episode he's running around with joe's underwear uh and joe is trying to leave the apartment so he's going commando. Yes. He's got no underwear on at that point. Or it's a second pair. I Probably doubt it. commando. Right? Like, he was getting dressed fast. He went very fast. He was very fast, Eddie. Okay, that's that's my only note about that. Uh, he, they said it was 9 a.m. Joe was late. He was running out the door. And then Frazier was up. Frazier was up at 9. And dressed. And dressed. In his, in, well, to, to a point. Normally it looks like he's up in his robe at like 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this episode he was he was up and ready to go. I guess I guess maybe he just had an early squash game, so he had to wake up early that day. I guess, yeah. But nine, I mean, listen, nine nine's pretty late for an adult. Yes, I would say so. Surprised you agreed with me. Nine nine is pretty. <laughs> Why you think? I get up early. Ask. Been pushing it in quarantine. Uh, no, but not not you know like I, I assume Frazier doesn't get up early. No, is what we've said before. But by that I mean like I don't think he gets up like six or seven. I assume he gets up like eight eight thirty. Uh, Martin, M- maybe when Frazier comes out in one of the early episodes, he says good morning, and Martin says morning was two hours ago. So Martin's morning is like crack of dawn. Yeah, six a.m. I guess could be morning. But like giving someone shit for getting up at eight a.m. is aggressive. No, that seems that seems. If morning was two hours ago, I'd say it would have to at least be ten. Yes, that's right? what I would say. Yeah. Like I think maybe ten more. is as early as you can like give someone crap for waking up. But I don't think that's a regular thing. I maybe. don't think he's a regular till ten. Yes, man. That's if my work started at three. I'd probably start pushing that. We should stop recording these so early. Right? <laughs> so Niles is upset he's not invited to the hoedown for the homeless. Yes, he didn't get his invitation. Which is minorly offensive. <laughs> oh, but that's so real. <laughs> Themed parties for yeah. the less fortunate. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the a running joke of Niles and Maris's character is that they're always attending these gala charity events. Yes. The cause is never important. It, it's just important that you go to the gala as charity event. As long as it's not one yeah. of last year's diseases. Right, you don't want the B-list diseases. No. What was the, what was the uh, other one they mentioned? Uh, the luau for lupus. Luau for lupus yeah i was thinking could you think of any other uh events uh when i was a kid i went to the kiki for crowns what, what did that entail oh, it was a wild party with very curated food no vegetables uh i i always wanted to go to uh, readings for rickets what was that uh it was just uh, uh various poets throughout the city would come in and present their work uh, all for the the cause of standing up straighter oh i do love uh the soiree for scurvy Oh, <laughs> I'm guessing a lot of citrus is A lot served. of citrus. <laughs> a lot of oranges, blueberries, and strawberries. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, and, and, and I once uh, voluntarily went on air travel for amnesia for amnesia. Uh, it's basically you, you board a, a, a plane and you just you just go somewhere. That'd be terrifying if you had amnesia. <laughs> Why am I on this plane? Well, that was it was, it was a face your fears sort of a thing. Okay. <laughs> Every time at the time I had scurvy. 
I can't believe you. Uh, you have definitely told me. I don't know if you've told our podcast listeners. I want everyone to know. Listen, scurvy, a very, very treatable Maybe ailment. the most preventable disease. Yeah, you had scurvy. I was living with a host family in Germany, the same one with the adjacent room, so I didn't want to bring home, you know. That's the word, adjacent! <laughs> Put the knife in his throat. Um... I, I was just eating with them and I didn't really think about it. It was like, you know, croissants for breakfast and like a beef stew for lunch. And then dinner was also like meat and cheese based. And they were they were eating something else without me. But I was just eating with them. And If I might venture a guess. Oranges. Citrus. Citrus. <laughs> I didn't see. <laughs> and I started getting headaches and my gums hurt. And I was like, I'm getting sick. And then my like scratches on my hands started like unweaving and like reopening. <laughs> like the healing process reversed. I did a quick like Google. Back, backwards Wolverine? Yep, backwards Wolverine. <laughs> and it's like, you have scurvy. I bought some vitamin C, some strawberries, and I was better within like a half hour. It was creepy. <laughs> I've never felt it's so much better so fast. So treatable. Yes. It's so, so treatable. Can't believe you got scurvy. In what was the year? What year did this oh, happen? Oh, it was in the 20 teens. This uh, would have been 2012. So not not like 1812. No, no, okay, no. good. No, I was a sailor in 1748. Nope. Yeah. That would make sense. Niles is convinced that the letters to the invitations to these events have just been lost in the mail. Yes. He mentions there was once a piano that was found that had an old invitation in it. And Fraser says, well, perhaps we should contact Ferente and Tischler. Roz laughs at this. And Roz. I don't believe that she it. got this joke. I don't think anyone would get I, this joke. Well, unless, unless this was a bigger thing in the 90s. Those two are a famous piano playing, like songwriting duo, I guess. Sure. But. Yeah, what? I, I, I was I was I was surprised that Roz was the one chuckling at that. I mean, Roz is intelligent, but that's just weird. That's I don't just know. obscure. That's just weird. And yeah. obscure. we get to see Daphne's room again. We do, and she did do a remodel. You it's think different. so? Yeah, the bed's in a whole different place. Yeah. Um, I think okay. Weird take. I think it was remodeled when the camera was facing forward. The bathroom door is in a different place. It was in the back corner, not against the wall. Wait, are you sure the bathroom door was in a different place? I'm pretty sure. Well, in the episode Daphne's room, Frasier is kind of caught in there and inadvertently, like, yes. Daphne's taking a shower. Yes. So we get to see it in that episode. I think it's in the same spot. I think it's a different place. You want to bet? I do want to bet. Snackwells? <laughs> Snackwells cookies? Well, okay, so in this episode, Martin is eating fat, what, fat-free Oreos? I Reduced think? fat. Reduced fat so you can have Oreos, twice as many. Yeah. That was a 90s thing, and, and Will oh, and I, yeah. before the show today, we're talking about how in the 90s we just had tons of like fat free and reduced fat. The things. sugar industry paid to do that. Like, and then we both reminisced about Snackwell's cookies. I used we used to, to just pound those because you guilt free too. Yeah. I miss that. So sure, let's let's bet. <laughs> we're actually betting a box of Snackwell's cookies. Okay. By the way, they're they're a sponsor. Snackwell's cookies. Eat until your heart explodes. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's let's check it. I Looks like I'm eating a guilt-free box of delicious Snackwell cookies. Give me some of the cookies. Okay, I'll, I'll share some cookies with oh you. God. But you got to buy them. I just wanted the cookies. Oh, man. I hope. Yeah, so da- the bathroom in the room seems to be in the same spot. It is. It, they remodeled the room, though. You're yes. right. Like, looking back, I didn't notice that. The bed is in a different spot. Well, they said that she could redo her room, so that lines up. I'm actually surprised that they... Well, Frazier paid to redo yeah. the room, right? Yeah, it was the whole thing. Yeah. I didn't think they'd follow through. So... And that I have to run and get up and then Joe leaves and I mean what are your feelings on this kind of thing like if you had someone living in your house and like a 
guest room in your guest room. I get really uncomfortable, I guess is the word, when Gilly starts humping her bed because mm-hmm. it's like you know female sexuality. Yeah, it, it, that that it's whole gross. Th- yeah, it's it's like ew. it is weird that this female dog is well, she's just trying to she's trying to get there. Yeah, and edit she, that out. Yeah, and I've talked to her about it before. <laughs> I've reasoned, you know, I've I've gone through it with her, and she says I'm cold. But anyways, she just doesn't seem to get it. Yeah. <laughs> I did like the line that Martin said. Oh, for, he's going kind of full bachelor here, right? Yes. Like in his in his underwear and tank top. He says, "I've been wearing pants around here for three years. Enough." Yeah, it's been three years. <laughs> it's a good line. He also said his hair used to be brown. Uh, well, his driver's license said that. Yeah. Huh. Can you, can you picture him with brown hair? It's hard not to picture him looking how he looks. Do you think we'll ever get to see Martin with brown hair? I think he'll dye his hair. Well, maybe a flashback. Uh. Or or hair dye. No, I'm saying okay. no. Okay. That's going in column K. Yeah, that's why I'm saying we're so much deeper. K for hair dye. <laughs> he Martin sings "Groovy Lady." Oh, a little she's throwback to a, his yeah. She's such a groovy lady. While he makes makes his, my heart go Heidi Haiti Heidi Haiti phase. <laughs> um, while he makes breakfast burritos and tater tots, mm. which sound incredible. Again, delicious. Martin's killing it. Listen, he really is. Listen, you got donuts. Yep. You breakfast can, burritos. He loves his pancakes. Yep. Yep. Carbs, carbs, and to to make room for the carbs, reduced fat Oreos. Yeah, you got because those are fine. You actually burn calories digesting those. It's Definitely, like celery. It's a celery situation. It's a celery situation. Yeah, that's it. Was their our other podcast tagline for the reduced fat Oreos? It says uh, it's a celery situation. It's a celery situation. That would work on me. <laughs> I love Fraser's like breakfast burrito. No, thank you. You said you'd had Mexican for lunch. Your food morality is upsetting and arbitrary. Breakfast burritos are amazing. Breakfast burritos are a gift to humanity. If anyone ever is making them and offers me one, I w- wouldn't even hesitate. I wish we were talking about this before we made our bet, or I would have bet you a breakfast burrito, because now I'm hungry. I, I want know. a breakfast burrito. <laughs> Things that, that Martin and Fraser do to annoy each other, right? When Daphne's gone, Martin leaves the lights on yep. in all the rooms, and Fraser moves Martin's chair, which is odd but but makes sense for Frasier sure Martin leaves the sponge in the sink which really drives Frasier crazy uh, also leaves newspapers all over the place the newspapers thing was weird that was weird that was a little much they just needed a thing and Martin also puts the phone in the bedroom and his shaver in the kitchen is there anything else that Frasier does besides moving Martin's chair because it seems to be 90-10 yeah he had another Frasier did have another thing no the lights was a Frasier thing Frasier kept the lights on and Martin was like, it makes the electric bill crazy. Oh, interesting. Huh. Which is it weird that Martin would care, but whatever. He does. My favorite shot in the whole episode was when uh, they answered the door and it was Niles in a cowboy hat. That was the most fitted suit Niles. That, who, Niles looked great. And the cowboy hat. Yeah. He looked... Cowboy hat suits work oddly. Like the bolo tie and cowboy hats. Like, it just looks good. It's funny because uh, Niles just looked very dejected. Yes, and his a, cowboy hat. A dejected man in a cowboy hat is just comedy. Co- it's like a sad ballerina. It's always going to be funny. Yeah. Unless it's sad. <laughs> no, it was the first time it was a fitted suit for Niles and not his, like, box suit. It was a more up-to-date fashion, yeah. would you say? I would say. Would you say that it was fashion adjacent? <laughs> it's not... Now we will hunt the most dangerous game of all. Get out of here, Dad. All right. <laughs> you boys do your podcast. I did like Martin's Oreo metaphor. Yes. He said, so you know how an Oreo has the cream filling in the middle? Yeah, <laughs> where are the cookies? The cream fill. I get it, Dad. And where are the cookies? <laughs> I think he would have gone on for another I like, loved that. 45 seconds. So what are we? What do you mean? What are you and me? 
Oh. Cookie-wise. Well, uh, you're kind of like the bleach, and I'm kind of like the ammonia, I guess. And uh, and Brit would be the internal organ damage that comes from the toxic chloramine vapor that, that happens when you combine those two. I was more thinking you're the outside chocolate, I'm the fluffy inner chocolate, and Brit's the thin, thin layer of marshmallow in a Snackwell cookie. Mm-mm. Oh, that w- it's probably a better, more complimentary Keeping them separate. combination. I was going to say, because we're deadly. <laughs> I was going to say that I'm the sugary yeah. fruit by the foot, and you're the wax paper, uh-huh. and Brit is the cutout stars. That, yeah, sure, that could that work. <laughs> you don't know. You're not ready. I like that. Yeah, that's good. I'm the cinnamon goop, and you're the cinnamon roll bread, and she's the frosting you pour on top. Oh, is this a toaster strudel situation? Uh, any kind of cinnamon roll. Now I'm hungry, too. Look what we did. Oh, man. Look what happened. I'll take a breakfast burrito and a cinnamon roll. <laughs> Are you Jace or Will and Jace? That's me, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I know what you're thinking. This is sort of an adjacent meal. <laughs> Anyways, I got to take that to go. We're recording. Your dad is hunting me. So what I do hate about this episode, no one's on Fraser's side, but Daphne still has to make him believe that like, oh, we're not having sex. Just give him plausible deniability. She shouldn't have to do this. She definitely should not have to do this. She has to be like, Fraser, it's my room and I'm an adult and you need to get over your sexist power trip. I totally agree that was unnecessary, but... The excuse she came up with. That he had that a war Fra- wound. That Frazier kept like, like, just go along with it, Frazier. Which eventually she Keep was digging. like, work, work with me here. Work with Frazier. It's yeah. denial. Come on. But yeah, he has a, he was a war injury. It was mm. a war wound from being kicked by a sheep. Yes. On that vacation. Was, that was spooked by an air raid siren while vacationing in the Falkland Islands Pretty good. during the war. <laughs> yeah. So uh, at least it was an unnecessary explanation, but at least it was a good one. We had fun. We had fun with that. Throughout the episode, you know, Niles is is always wanting to be invited to these charity things. And at the beginning of the episode at the coffee shop at Cafe Nervosa, he runs into Dirk and Gabby Bendercott. They get their money from Timber. Uh, I thought that'd be a good picture for you to paint with your mental paintbrush. I was just wondering, what's a day in the life of Dirk and Gabby Bendercott? Morning, love. So I have the invitations to the hoedown, and I have a question about our table. One step right. Oh, are you square dancing? Yes, yes, I square dance every morning now. great. Getting ready. You know, I don't fully know what it is, but I think it's supposed to be more subtle. Ah, well, I was thinking it could be square dancing adjacent. Oh, I like that. I like that. I also have been practicing being homeless mm. just in case it comes up at the at the fundraiser. It will. It's, we're all going to be square dancing homeless and it's going to be adorable. We have so many people coming. I, I heard a band. Oh, we have a band. Yeah, it was uh, Dirk Bixen and the Square Dance in Two. Ooh, it's a great trio. It's three in total. Are we inviting Niles? You know, after, well, now that they're on the outs. It's it's interesting because we, we, we definitely have to invite Maris. Have to invite because I am not getting on the woman's bad side. We have timber money. She has fur money. It's just like Put peas in a pod. Yeah, you've got a warm tree. Yeah, warm tree. That's what we always say, warm tree. But uh, would it be awkward if Niles was there? I think it would. Because he'd be by himself. I know. And there's nothing more sad than a... a, a sad sol- cowboy. A solo square dancer. Solo gets very depressing. And there's just one person in the corner. He has such watery eyes. Dancing. And a very fitted suit. Yeah, which is weird for him. Let's leave him out. Are you sure? I'm sure. Okay. Warm tree. So, at one point in the episode... 
Frazier is like Daphne comes back from her weekend, right? It instantly fixes everything. Yes. Like picks up the newspapers, yeah. moves the chair. She's the cream. Turn, turn, <laughs> turns out the, the lights. She, she's really more of the ammonia. But, but, but continuing, she goes into the kitchen and, and rings out the sponge. And did you notice that Frazier is watching her do that? Yes. From outside of the kitchen. Yes. Which is there's no wall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's no wall. He's just what. So this baffles me even more about the silent kitchen. The silent kitchen. The silent kitchen is baffling to begin with, but the fact that there is one wall missing from the kitchen. I didn't even notice that. Oh, it's so good. And I guess, like, I guess that makes. Is it always like that? I we have to go back and check now. Yeah. We're not doing that now. We're not gonna bet because I'm not sure. I'm not doing that. But yeah, I thought that yeah. was really interesting. Yeah. And then I, I hope we're done with, like, not respecting Daphne's privacy and then having to beg her to stay. Prediction. Are we? <clears throat> Are we? No. no. Prediction, prediction uh, is, uh, is this the last time we'll see Joe? I'm actually going yes here. I okay. Think this Joe. is it? Yeah. Done with the relationship. I think we'll have a... I think we're done with Joe. Yeah, I'm just... I think, like, Joe either did something terrible or we're done, and then that's the end of that. Seems like he'd want to keep the relationship going because he doesn't have a house. Right? Yeah. He has nowhere to go. <laughs> Still building his house. But I think we got to have something the, the, with the, Niles. The hoedown was for him. I was actually very surprised that we didn't have Frazier, conf- like, asking Niles about this, and then Niles being all flustered. I'm like, well, of course. No, he shouldn't He shouldn't have sex with anyone in there. Seems, you should absolutely. Yeah, it seems like yeah. a gimme that they, they, yeah. they missed. <laughs> but Niles had his own hoedown stuff to do. Which wrapped up very quickly it at did. the end. They were just like, oh, hey, I'm invited. Yeah. Well, there was clearly, I loved Niles. <laughs> that was the end of the episode. And they said, I wanted to give them my new address, and they said they'd see me around. <laughs> he's so happy. Definitely just blown he's, off. He's so happy about that. Uh, what would you rate this one? Solid. Let's give it a three. I gave it a three also. Yeah, this is my average Frasier yeah. episode. I enjoyed it. Nothing, yeah. nothing too special. Good one-off episode. Seems like a problem that they would run into. Yeah. You know, it was a reasonable episode. It wasn't buying a restaurant. No. Also good. But this one's much more believable. Yes. This is a, a thing we've all run into with our servants. <laughs> Who hasn't? I mean, they, if you get pregnant on the clock, that baby is mine. Next episode. <laughs> next episode is called Moondance. Moondance. Do you not want me to be happy? Do you find my happiness as a threat to you? Wait, what? Wait, what? Why? Why? Moon dance. What do you want me to do with moon dance? I think I think it's actually a pretty good title. Think about it. Moon dance. Is it like a pun on something? Yes. Well, you got to think. You know, you got Fraser Crane and Niles Crane and uh, Martin Crane. Oh, Daphne Moon. Oh. Oh, that. Oh, you gave me too much hints there. But it's gonna make it worse. So it's Daphne. Daphne's going dancing with Joe. I'm going to renege on my immediate... Wait a minute, you just said yep. we weren't going to see Joe anymore. And here we are. <laughs> Life's full of surprises. Daphne's going dancing with Joe and they break up. That's what's going to happen. They go dancing and you dance with another woman and they break up. That's it. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know what? That was a very short prediction. Yeah. And yet... <laughs> Is that like dead on? There are elements of that prediction yeah. that are true and elements that are not. Boo! Uh, I, I, uh, this is one of the higher rated episodes on IMDb. Oh, the I will say of, database. Of Frasier. Not necessarily one of my favorites, but this is another well-known Frasier episode, so I'll give you that. So, Moondance... Is coming up next week. Thanks everyone for listening. As always, rate and review us if you if you feel like it. And if you don't feel like it, don't do it. Find us on Instagram. Find us on Twitter. Create a Facebook page for us and find us there. I'm done. No more. <laughs> <laughs>